0: Dun, 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 dun. Welcome back, my favorite caffeinated, medicated, and never hydrated Bessie. It's your favorite nurse, Nurse John. And you are listening to your favorite therapy podcast. I beg your pardon. Pardon? I beg. Pardon? 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 how are you bessie i miss you so much it's november you guys i am starting to decorate for my christmas christmas celebrate listen actually in the filipino community we start christmas once the month has a burr at the end of it so september is when Filipino people starts decorating for Christmas Because again, we don't celebrate No Halloween We don't have a Thanksgiving in the Philippines So September is the time that we start playing Jose (laughs) Marichan So Jose Marichan is basically like Michael Bublé or Mariah Carey of the Philippines. Because he has this album full of like Filipino Christmas songs. And once you hear him on the radio, that means it's time for Christmas. I don't know how you guys celebrate Christmas. Another thing. Okay, so this is a lot to like unpack and unload. But in the Philippines, you have godparent. I know here in North America, you only designate like one or two godparents. But in the Philippines, you can have as much and as many as you want to depending on your parents so you could literally have like 20 godparents and in the philippines during christmas time you go like let's say to the 25th in the morning you go houses to houses of your godparents to see if they have gifts for you and they usually have gifts for you if it's either money or toys and i used to do that with my grandpa my grandpa would wake up so early in the morning and we would ride his tricycle just for him to bring me to all my godparents no matter Where they are, so that I can get all my gifts because they are my Santa Claus. I mean, we're still far from Christmas, but I'm just like bringing you guys, showing you guys what we do in the Philippines traditionally for Christmas. But yeah, it's getting colder too, guys. Fall is done. It just sucks that fall is only like a month or two. And here in Montreal, winter is the longest thing ever. We have like six months of winter starting from like November, December, January, February, March, April. And last year, it even lasted till like half of May. And it's crazy. It's global warming, you guys. Stop drinking Starbucks. (laughs) I know you cannot stop yourself from doing that, but I'm just saying like, use your reusable cups or something. And I'm so bad at this because even at work, when I used to work, I used to use a styrofoam cup. I don't know. I feel like I drink more water from the styrofoam cup from the hospital compared to like when I bring like jugs of water bottle. And I don't know. There's something wrong with me, you guys. I don't know if I'm the only one, but yeah. So that's the whole situation. But yeah, Bestie, I miss you so, so much. I hope you're doing well. I hope your job is okay. If not, Bestie, remember you can always call in sick and don't be afraid to call in sick. Remember, we're prioritizing ourselves over anything else because the times that you give up for like family, friends, yourself, you cannot get that back anymore, Bestie the mental damage, emotional damage that you do for yourself because of your job, you're not going to get that back or it takes time to heal those things. You know what I mean? So just make sure you take some time off if you're feeling burnout, if you're feeling stressed out, if you don't feel good, that's okay. Or even if you feel good and you just want to take the day off from work, That's fine. We all don't have the luxury to do that, but I think it's a luxury for us to know that we have the choice to do something for ourselves, okay? I love you, Bessie. Money will always come back, trust me. Let's say you're going to be like, well, I have debts to pay, I have bills. I know, Bessie, but listen to this. Those money, you can earn that back again but again the things that's going to be affecting you like your mental health emotional health physical health it's hard to get them back and sometimes you don't even get them back completely and you're stuck with this living with a new you know a new mental illness a new physical disability so please do that for yourself i've learned that and i'm so happy And again, it's hard to talk on if you're not on somebody else's shoes, but I'm speaking from experience because I was in that situation and I'm still on it. Like I'm still paying my debts and I'm still doing things. It's just right now after therapy, after talking to my therapist, she really made me feel that yourself comes first before anything, because if you're not a hundred percent about yourself then you cannot be a hundred percent or you cannot be showing love caring for somebody else and doing other things for someone else because you cannot Afford that I mean a lot of us Has been like you know Filling other people's cup With like Our cup being at 25% So Anyways bestie Let's cheers With my favorite Caffeinated drink If you don't know I have been drinking this For the past like Three months now And I love love it It's called Rice Fuel R-Y-S-E F-U-E-L So it's a caffeinated Energy drink And I'm telling you right now There's 200 milligrams of caffeine There's 200 milligrams of choline And there's no Sugar in it And zero calories too and i love the fact that rice fuel has so many different flavors they have this they have strawberry they have peach now they even have sarpatch literally all my childhood candies and they even have smarties flavored energy drink and this really helps me wake up in the morning and keep me going every single day because again i love my caffeine and sometimes i get tired of like drinking coffee because i don't know for some reason sometimes coffee doesn't even work anymore i drink like two or three but like listen to this and this is this is a (laughs) bad This is a bad like opinion or um suggestion, but I mix my energy drink and my coffee. I mean, I don't mix them in one cup, but I, I mean like I would drink coffee in the morning and I would have my energy drink and I would have another energy drink and another coffee and it keeps me awake. And again, this is just me, okay? So, anyways, if you want rice fuel, you can actually find them in your near in the nearest store near you. The only thing you have to do is go to Google and, and go type R-Y-S-E-F-U-E-L, Rice Fuel Locator. And it will tell you literally where you can find the nearest one for you and my favorite one is their country lime smarties peach and this baja burst that i'm drinking right now so cheers Bessie, to my caffeinated besties and hydrated bestie they're like oh but energy drinks or coffee are uh diuretics how is it hydrating you Bessie? it's it's liquid okay this is my math this is a nurse math as long as I'm drinking something liquid, I'm hydrating myself. Doesn't matter if it's coffee or energy drinks. Mm-mm-mm. Or if you don't want to do the whole like typing in Google, you can actually find them in Amazon too and it'll be delivered to you quickly. But it's just that there's less like flavor options. But yeah, love you bestie. Mm-mm-mm. Also, before we continue with this episode, please do me a favor. If you're listening right now, can you do me a favor and download this new episode and all other episodes and make sure that you follow our podcast and turn on the notification in Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And do me a favor to give us a five-star review on our podcast. This will really help our podcast to be always out there. And again, my goal is to make sure that there's as much people who can listen to this podcast so they are aware of what healthcare people are going through and also it educates not only the general public but also us in healthcare so that we don't feel alone we feel validated that we feel like this is a real therapy that the hospital said that they will provide us but they can't so i'm providing it for you guys for free all you have to do is listen to it every single friday baby love you (laughs) okay you guys well this episode of this podcast is all about nurses eating their young have you guys heard about that when nurses eat their young so it's basically okay let me pull out the meaning of nurses eating their young nurses eating their young i think it makes sense anyways but i let me just find the definition of it in google i t g i r o you know that i'm that girl this is what google said about the meaning of nurses eating their young dishearteningly the idiom has been used for over 30 years as Masoner wrote nurses eating their young does not literally refer to nurses being cannibalistic with other nurses but refer to the bullying behavior experienced by nurses so as you also might heard about the mean girls in high school are the nurses now which i think at some point we can all agree with it because there are really some people who are just born to be bullies and it's just so happened that there's a lot more of us who are not fighting back with this who are okay with this i mean we're not okay with it but we're sucking it up we're not doing anything with it we're just letting them do it and i think it's sad i mean like I have experienced it myself, but it's sad because sometimes we want to do something, but we really don't have that power because we're either new to the unit, we don't have the ability to really set our boundaries, and we're fearful, we're anxious, and we don't want to lose our job. And there's so many other reasons why a lot of us who are being bullied are not doing anything about it, or we just don't like drama, we're trying to avoid all of these things. But guys, those reasons are the reasons why these bullies continue to do what they're doing because again it's all about power it's all about the power dynamic the feeling of being superior that these bullies feel whenever they do it to someone who are weaker and i'm not saying you're weak but i'm saying in their eyes you are weak because they can do whatever they want and you're not doing anything anything about it and it's sad and i feel for you and i am sorry if you went through it so trigger warning before we even start with this it is going to be experiences and real life stories of people again they submitted it to me so it might trigger some past experience or anything that you might relate to or very similar to your situation before and if if it's too much for you please do me a favor stop, pause, you can come back to it or you don't have to listen to it but I know this is going to be heavy for some of you guys so I'm so sorry but I think we have to talk about it and sometimes for me, this is how I feel if I talk about my trauma, my fear, my anxieties and stuff it makes me feel better as long as I can open it up to someone who is willing to be to have a listening ear to have an active listening ear or I feel comfortable with that person and Bessie, you could literally talk to me I don't know where you are right now you can be in your car at home or whatnot talk to me and just just speak about it sometimes the more we keep it into ourselves the more we just push it to like in the back of our head the more it gets darker sometimes talking about it really helps you guys talking about it to your therapist to someone you love someone who you feel like will understand you Will help you get through the trauma Sometimes keeping the trauma Is not the solution Or not talking about it It's not the solution You have to talk about it At least to someone That you actually love And feel comfortable with Okay? I love you Bessie And if you feel comfortable Sharing it with me Bessie Just DM me in I beg your pardon Double R P-A-R-R-D-O-N Instagram And share your experience to me Sometimes just writing it out All the emotions that you're feeling Will help Get off that shitty negative experience that you've just had that trauma and Bessie I read every single DM that you guys send me okay I love you so let's do this let's do this take a deep breath and again if it's too much take some time off Bessie you don't have to listen to it right now okay love you First story, I was a new grad RPN and worked right away in the medicine unit of a big city hospital. There was this one nurse who constantly questioned my intervention and actions whenever I give her a TOA report. One time, I was staying late to finish all my documentation and she came to me saying I did not change my patient and she had a BM. It was almost 8pm and she had made me change the patient. The patient was in for C. difficile. My rookie ass took the responsibility and changed The patient ended up going home at 9 p.m same nurse another incident i gave her a patient stat bp medication to lower bp about 10 before shift change while giving report to this nurse she questioned if i had checked patients bp after giving the medication i informed her that i just gave the med and that she'll have to follow up effectively this nurse insisted it is my responsibility to follow up this nurse still insisted that i need to do it and so she did go back and waited for it (sighs) okay bestie So first of all, let's focus on the first one. It looks like, yes, this is nurses eating their young situation. And it just sucks because again, some nurses or some people don't understand that nursing is a 24-7 job. Meaning that if someone is unable to do something within their shift, so if they're working from 7.30 to 3.30 and they're unable to do some stuff, that doesn't mean that they should carry that until they finish it. Yeah. <laughs> again this job nursing is a 24-7 job meaning that if something is left off from the other shift you can pick it up and that should be okay but also i understand that there are people who are just not able to prioritize things and they leave off way too many things to the second shift to the next shift and i completely understand that. i have had the situation where a nurse literally left me big interventions in the beginning of my shift and i completely understand it sucks because you're then Shock with like your four, five, six, eight patient or even more, and you are left with this so much intervention that you're wondering how it wasn't done on their shift. But again, until you ask them, not in a passive aggressive way, because there are so many nurses too who likes to investigate and ask and know what's going on, but in the most passive aggressive way. So how come you're not able to do that? That's passive aggressive. Asking someone respectfully with the intentions of knowing why it happened but in a respectful manner is much helpful because again you don't know what happened in their shift so you don't have the right to judge them and you cannot judge them and expect that oh because he's a newbie or because she's a newbie or she's just unable to prioritize things. again it's like seeing a mom and telling her like oh my god you must be a shitty mom how do you know that? You've never been in her shoes. You've never taken off her kids. You've never been in her life. You've never seen all the problems that she had to deal with. And again, I completely understand. Sometimes it's shocking how many things you're left with on your shift when you you're getting a report. Completely understand, but you can ask you can ask that person that other nurse who's you're getting a report from nicely respectfully instead of being passive aggressive because i have had situations where the nurse is just so passive aggressive and i'm just like okay i am so sorry that i am unable to do this and i feel regretful for myself i feel like okay then oh sure i'll do those things and my shift is done Like I'm literally staying for an extra hour or two just so that I can do that. But again, babe, that's your shift already. And I have done that in the past where I stayed longer because there are things that I wish I could have done, but I did not have the time for it because there are more priority things in my list. Or it's just really has been a tough time shift and it's just hard to think that the people that you expect that would understand you that the people that you expect who would be empathetic towards your situation because they probably know your unit is shit and it's crap and it's it's just crumbling down they still judge you for it like how you've never suffered in this unit you've never struggled in this unit you've never left off things from to the other shift we've all did that's the thing but the thing is like don't ask someone to stay in after their shift to ask them to complete their intervention Because what if that nurse is going to pick up your shift that night? And there's instances too where it happened that way, where I was doing a 12-hour shift and I was picking up the next day from the same nurse. And guess what? She left me things too. And I'm telling you right now, I just know that she did not leave those things because she did not have time to do it, but because she was being petty. She just want to do the same thing. And it just sucks when it's like that like why can't we be a team why can't we be understanding with each other and i would have other colleagues that like that's totally fine he's like get out of here don't do that i got that and i you know i i look up to those nurses and i'm always like that whenever i'm receiving a report from another shift and they're like oh my god i wasn't able to give this medication or to change the patient or to do this and i was like it's okay i was like you don't have to explain yourself go on it's fine i understand i have been in your shoes. I know how this unit works. I know how shitty it can get. It's fine. I will take care of it. And that should always be the response. It's not, um, I'm sorry, but do you know how to prioritize your things? Do you need help? Should we train you again? Because there are people who's like that. And I'm sorry, but if you're like that, I don't think you deserve to be in a team. Like if you are that kind of person and you you really refuse to change, then you should find a job where it's just you working. You know what I mean? And again, I don't think you should have stayed longer than your shift to change the patient because again, when you're in a C. diff room, just to explain to people who's listening to this, who doesn't know what C. diff is. So C. diff is i don't know how to explain this in the easiest word but the patient just keeps pooping and pooping it's like massive diarrhea every single time it could be every hour it could be every two hours and the smell is really bad and you always have to gown up and the gown that you have to put is so much because you have to protect yourself otherwise you can either cut it or you can you know whatnot but it's really hard but it just sucks that she had to stay and i'm sorry that you felt like you had to stay because she made you feel that way but next time you can tell her that this is a 24 7 job and that is not on my shift anymore and i have had those kind of nurses but it's also bad but please guys if you're gonna say those kind of things to the other nurse let's say they're just asking you nicely like how come you weren't able to do this and you start like being passive aggressive and telling them well this is a 24 7 job babe honey so it's your job no again it's the way you word your thing it's the tone how you want to come off and i understand a lot of us is frustrated at the end of our shift a lot of us is tired a lot of us is going through something but guys if you are going through something if you don't feel good don't make the other person or someone else's feel bad just like you like stop spreading it your negativity to someone else that is not someone else's to carry that is not someone else's to feel that way and there are people who are just like that and i have seen it and it just sucks that you know people are experiencing it but please secondly you were talking about the bp meds again depending on i kind of understand this one where the situation is you gave a bp medication and you have to kind of follow up through it but again if you gave it like 10 minutes before shift change uh, i don't know there's a lot to like unpack in this situation could you have given that medication 30 minutes before so you could have checked it right at the dot of your shift change or could you have given it earlier or was it that really the time that you can give it because again in nursing you can always adjust things so that it fits perfectly again it's a prioritizing and organizing shift you have the power as a nurse to decide how you want to do things like bp meds like if if it's set to be given at like let's say um 330 you can give it at three babe Because then you would be able to check the BP again at 3.30 or 3.25 because then the medication would have affected a bit, I guess. But again, it depends on the medication. Some medication takes like 30, 45 minutes, an hour, two, depends, even six hours. And again, it could have been that nurse could have told you that it's totally fine if you didn't take it, I will take it myself. Or you could have said like, I'm so sorry, I've given this, you know, 10 minutes before my shit, I shouldn't have had or I shouldn't have given it earlier. Again, it's the apologizing and recognizing what you could have done better. But then it's communication. It's always a communication that matters, how you communicate things. So just make sure that your intention is always good. It's not to belittle someone or to make someone feel bad for doing something. The intention is what matters the most. I'm so sorry if you've ever experienced this. Again, if it continues to be this way, all I can tell you is that you should leave that job. Because that job would either defend her or that job will just get toxic and nothing happens and a lot of times i'm telling you right now no matter how many complaints you do in a unit sometimes there's not even a solution for it because they're not doing anything nothing next i had so many instances when i was a nursing student that the nurse i was following would just ignore me but one time this nurse on the ob rotation would be passive aggressive and won't let me do anything and called me stupid she says she's sick and tired of little young things like me showing up furthering our education to become nps then telling nurses like her seasoned nurses what to do she was just yelling at me in the nurses station but nobody would come and even stand up to say anything so i stood there taking her insults first of all bestie i am so so proud of you that you're doing what you want to do furthering your education again i just want to start off with this guys Whatever you're doing right now, don't be pressure on furthering your education just because someone was telling you that you, oh, you're a CNA, you should be an RN or you're an RN, you should be an NP or you're an NP, you should just be a doctor. No, if you are happy, if you are contented on where you are in life, your status, what you're doing, that's it, that's all. You don't have to listen to other people. No, you don't have to be an RN. No, you don't have to be an LPN. No, you don't have to be NP. It's you your decision is what matters the most it's not what people are trying to make you feel and i understand that sometimes you can be in the unit and everyone is just you know trying to get their rn license or everyone is just going to np school crna school but you don't have to do that don't feel pressure that you have to do the same because people are doing it what if those people are doing it because they like to study some of us just don't like to go back to school I don't want to go back to school. So, why would I force myself to do something I don't want to do? If at some point in this lifetime I decided that I probably want to be an NP, I would do it. But right now I am happy where I am in life and no one can pressure me to do something else. That's it. That's all. Okay. So, next thing is I'm so sorry that you experienced this. And one thing I can tell you is that she is jealous. Because again, jealous people hate seeing other people win. There are always going to be people around you who doesn't like to see you growing, doesn't like to see you shining because you're impeding their shine. They are jealous. Jealous people will do anything to bring you down, to make you feel worthless, and to make you feel less of like what you feel about yourself. But don't be affected by it. You do what you got to do. And if she insulted you in front of a lot of people, stand up for yourself and tell her, I am not taking this disrespect of you towards me because nobody has treated me this way. And you are not the first one to do it to me. You have to stand up for yourself. Set your boundaries. Report it. You know what? Take a video of her doing that in front of you. And let's see. Post it on freaking Facebook or something or Instagram because i mean they like they like mess right they like toxicity why can't they be in social media then do it we you have all the resources to do this honestly like this people needs to be i don't want to say shamed, but like this bullies needs to learn their position that they cannot just do this to other people and again, for me, I really totally believe, and I think I should change this um, way of me seeing things is that if someone is violent to you, violence is not the solution on your part. Because for me, if you treat violence with violence, you are just like them. So again, it's professionally trying to find a solution to stop these people from doing what they're doing, but don't ever, don't ever go on their level. Some people are just the way they are and you cannot change that. And all you can do is leave that situation, never be part of it, or you ignore it. Ignore it though, but not ignore it as in like you let them do it every single day to you. Ignore it and make sure you document every single thing they do. Again, what did I tell you guys on the past episodes documentation beats conversation send that to hr send it to your manager send it to everyone put it in a poster put it in front of security <laughs> but yes i'm sorry bessie and i hope you're doing well in np school and you are gonna be a great np don't listen to this jealous people period next hello not a nurse but the child of one. Oh. This is interesting. My biological mother was a nurse and had been all my life up until the point I moved out. I witnessed her belittling and downright insulting to the other nurses, especially ones she was training. This is very interesting because it's coming from a daughter of a bully nurse. This is a good point of view because you're getting it from the person Is a loved one of the bully, and they are probably experiencing it too. I witnessed her belittling and downright insulting to other nurses, especially one she was training. It got to the point where she was telling everyone that, oh, a new nurse to the facility was leaving because he was gay and his little sister was pregnant. Not sure how the two correlate, but alright. She would bully more inexperienced nurses to the point of tears and HR meeting were called with nothing being done about it because while she she is one of the worst people i've ever met she was a good nurse too to her patient as far as i know the other nurses retaliated to her bullying electronics were stolen from her bag other nurses would come to me and ask me if she spoke badly of them i was like single digits i don't know why they thought it was a good idea to drag me into it and things would go missing from her office oh my lord are you guys listening to that this person is a witness of her own mother who have been or who has been a bully to other people to other nurses to new nurses and it's crazy because she probably sees this every time and again not only your mom is a bully She is also homophobic and she likes to gossip, which is the combination of all the mean girl things and nurses eating their young. This is it. This is the definition of nurses eating their young. And this is crazy. And it's sad that HR, I mean, like people have probably complained to hr and i'm not shocked that hr didn't do anything about it or the unit just you know yes we reported it yes we talked to her yes we did something no you did not do something some of these units are just so stuck up and again they probably are protecting her because she's probably one of the seasoned nurse that they care for so they don't really care but they care most that she doesn't leave the unit and even though they probably are hearing all of this stuff they haven't done anything because why is she still working in that unit you know why because the management like her because the management hasn't been doing anything towards her behavior towards what she has been doing to other nurses and new nurses and it sucks And you know what, guys, if this has been going on for a while now, the only thing you can do is remove yourself from that situation because nothing will change. And I can tell you right now, once the hospital find out the turnover rate is so quick in that unit, they will need to find the problem. And guess what? They will find out that it's your mom who's the problem in that unit. And again, like, it's so funny because she also said, like, Even though she's a bully, she's a good nurse to her patient, which is probably what her unit cared about because the patient loves her. Again, there are people who can fake it to make it. And again, it's like what I'm trying to say in like in nursing school, some people are good in theory and some people are good in clinicals, like in action, interventions. And that doesn't mean like if someone is good in theory, they're going to be amazing in clinicals. Or if someone is good in clinicals, that doesn't mean they're going to be good in theory just like this she's good to her patient and her patient sees the best in her her real colors and the truth about her comes out when she's out of those patients' room. And I just hope that she's actually a good nurse to her patient because I hope not, I hope the fuck not, that she is also bullying her patient because that would be the shittiest thing to ever do. Someone who's sick, who's being bullied. And if you've ever experienced this, I am so sorry, but please don't let it happen. Report, report, report. Talk to another nurse, talk to someone else, but don't let this happen. Don't let it slide. And I'm sorry that you have to witness this and it just sucks for you and it probably sucks for you knowing that your own mother is a bully and you've, you're seeing it and people are dragging you into it. And all I can tell you, bestie, is don't let them drag you into it. Let your mom be the only part of this whole situation. I am so, so sorry. And you're such a smart person. You know why? Because you can recognize these things. You're not afraid to... Tell the world and tell someone else that it's your own mother and you're not afraid that, you know, you, I love you. All that. That's all I can say. I love you. Stay confident. Stay knowing the truth, the real, and don't ever be fake. Don't ever fake it till you make it, just like what she did. Okay. Also, you guys talk about nurses retaliating towards her because of her bullying. So now they're stealing electronic stuff. This is just crazy. Because again, I don't know if they ever have reported her or they did not. Because if they have reported her, I would say they're just trying to find a way to eliminate her from it. That's why they're doing it. Because if she's causing problems problem to people's lives, people are probably tired of it. And they're like, if you're going to do it with us, we're going to do it with you. But the thing is, if they haven't reported her and they just like to do this, they're going on the same level of her. So they are no different of her because they're also bullying her by doing that. So if you guys are don't want to be compared to or be similar to her, don't do that to her. You know what I mean? Period. Next I am a male PSW in Canada. The nurses where I work don't respect me and my colleagues. I feel like they undermine my work ethic. I really think it's because I'm a male. They give me 11 patients to take care of in 12 hours, but I end up caring for more than 20 patients. That's a lot. The management don't do anything. When I speak, they don't pay me any attention. Sometimes I am alone at a unit which has 54 patients. Nurses don't help me at all. In my unit, most of them don't Answer the bell. Nurses and management emotionally and mentally tormenting us. Sometimes I just want to drop everything, leave, but I care about my patient. It's affecting my mental status. Okay. Gender inequality does exist in healthcare. And let me tell you, from a perspective of like a male or a male nurse, comparing to a lot more female, Sometimes they expect male nurses that they can do more, that they sh- we should give them the heavier patient. Heavier just means like there's a lot of medical condition or we should give them less because they're a guy or they're not able or capable of thinking like how we do. It does exist. And even in, in the PSW, because in PSW, there's probably more female worker. And if not in, the, in that case, it just sucks that you have to be classified and treated based off of your gender and it sucks and i hear you and if management doesn't hear you if management doesn't hear your complaint the only thing you can do is really leave that job because you cannot change them that's what i'm always been telling you guys you cannot change management you cannot change your coworker. you cannot expect hr to be there for you because they're not there for you they all care about is the unit is clean the hospital is clean and they're not going to be in any trouble so if you are unable to change it after complaining after bringing in your concern and they it still is happening all i can tell you is remove yourself from the situation if they're doing this to you this is abuse them giving you this much more patience just because you're a guy Is not fair. And if you have 54 patients in a unit and they're not answering their call bell, again, that's a problem with the nurses that you're working with. They're supposed to answer a call bell. Again, a PSW is not a slave. A PSW is not a maid. They're supposed to answer their call bell because because listen to this, they've all been there. They know what to do. They have the time to do it so they can do it. Unless they're one, they're two nurses, I would probably understand a bit more. But again, when you're working as a team, you should be helping each other, no matter what the situation is, help each other because those other people that you're working with, if you're only three and there's 54 patients you guys are fighting a war. You guys are fighting a colony, like a lot. So if you guys are working individually instead of together, then it's harder to fight the battle. Why not help each other you know what i mean so i'm so sorry you're going through this and again i understand that you love your patient but again if it's affecting you physically mentally and emotionally you're not going to be able to care for those patients so please do me a favor and care for yourself and remove yourself from that situation that's it that's all and you are doing great i see you you are worthy Next, I am currently a student nurse in my second year. My previous clinical placement was on a rehab unit and I thought I was going to love it. However, my clinical instructor ruined it all for all 14 weeks. Background, she claimed she was burnt out and wanted to help students learn but she most definitely did not. Me and my peers came out of that placement feeling dumber. Then we went in. She also never had anything good to say about anything we did. I also explained I have a history of passing out, but it's something I can manage. And she, quote, told me to suck it up one day when I was having one of this episode. She really made me and a bunch of other students question if we could even be a nurse. As far as I know, we all suck it out and are doing great now. (sighs) Okay. Well, let me tell you something like as you guys already know, I am a clinical instructor now and I love, 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 love this job because I am so happy. I'm healing my inner nursing student and also I am healing and protecting this new future nurses by showing them nothing but the truth and also caring for their emotion and validating them because that's what new and future nurses need validation, learning to be confident learning to stand up for themselves learning to talk for themselves and learning that everything they do matters and all their feelings can be felt and it's okay i am so sorry that you have to go through this with your preceptor and it sucks because there are people out there and nurses out there who are actually burnt out and listen to this i was burnt out but the thing is i have never felt or but i have never made anyone feel what i'm going through because for me i know that it sucks to feel this way so why would i share that to someone else and i have worked with some people who i can tell you is not happy with their job but it's sucking it up every single day but it's showing in their character and how they treat people and for me i'm always just like to myself i'm like if you don't feel good then if you're not happy why are you here then why are you making other feel shit because you feel shit like why do we have to carry your own burden i totally understand if you're burnt out so sorry about that but why are you making other feel the same why do you have to share that negative negativity to others Because some people are, for some reason, some nurses and some people in their profession just doesn't want to leave their job because of seniority, because they are so used to their routine and they're just afraid of leaving and like restarting again. And I completely understand about like restarting again, like it's all fresh and new. But again, if you're not happy where you are, why don't you leave and find something else to do that will make you happy? Life is too short to spend it on something that is not making you happy or satisfied. And plus, you see people suffering because of you, because of how you deal with things, because of your character. So why make someone feel that way and i'm sorry for this clinical preceptor. if she was burnt out i completely understand you but why make this student feel shit and stupid and dumb you're literally creating the same nurses just like you are burnt out passive aggressive mean bully nurses because some people when they go through trauma and at some point in their life, they get the power to be able to do the same thing that they experienced, they would do it to someone. Some people learn from the trauma and they don't wanna ever do that to someone else, but there are people who gets the trauma and when they got the power to be able to decide for things, they use their trauma and infect someone with it. So just look at it this way. You made this student feel dumber. You made this student feel shit. You bully them and imagine those students when they're nurses and they start bullying other students too or other nurses. That's because of you. Or they can learn from it and they they can better themselves. But like you don't have to make someone feel bad just because you're feeling bad. Ask for help. Don't do it. Find something that's going to make you happy and spread joy and positivity and, you know, just be nice. Be empathetic to people. These students are here to learn. These students are here to, they look up to you as their clinical preceptor. They're expecting you to be there for them. But here you are, instead of getting help, sharing negativity and making them feel that they they should not be a nurse. And I told you guys in one of my podcasts too, that there was this professor that i have in when i was in nursing school that because i was struggling in like doing the care plan right because it's really hard to do the care plan and i'm let me tell you something right now care plans you don't really freaking use them when i when someone is having a hard time breathing or when someone has a chest pain you don't use a care plan babe you use your critical thinking and you use your hands not the not the care plan okay so anyways i was struggling because it was my second semester in nursing school and it's really hard listen nursing school is one of the hardest course out there the amount of struggles that nursing school bring you instead of like making you feel good about being in nursing school is a lot anyway so i was struggling with it and she checked it and now of course the first time i did the care plan it wasn't good because i did not know how to do a care plan I just came into nursing school. I should be learning about this. I should be thought more about this. It should be more precise. But I wasn't thought about the precise way of doing it. So I struggled. She looked at it and she asked me to go to her office. And guess what she told me? Maybe you should reconsider other profession other than nursing. And I started crying. Because I was like, I really wanted to do this. I am doing this for my grandpa and I cannot do anything else in my life but this. But instead of her encouraging me and finding ways to how can I support you? How can I help you with the situation? How can I imp- how can I ask one of your professor improve? Maybe because that student wasn't able to do their care plan, it's because you give the shittiest introduction and explanation of care plan. That's why they weren't able to do it. Maybe you're the problem and it's not the student you know what i mean so why not offer support instead of criticism instead of like putting them down instead of like pulling them to the ground why not help them again i'm so sorry and i know you're doing great you're gonna be an amazing nurse and please 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 i know this is traumatic for you guys but please in the future don't ever do this to someone else nothing <laughs> It sucks, but again, use this experience to never ever treat someone else like how you were treated. Make it, make, make it a revenge for your clinical instructor that I would never treat my students or any students like how you treated me because they deserve better. Period. Per. Okay. Next. Nurses eating their young. I was to do a central line care for the first time in my life during an internship. My preceptor left me alone to do it. I made a mistake and I don't know I made a mistake, found out later when we went to give the medication. My preceptor chewed me out for the mistake and then tried to fail me for the whole internship. We were only halfway through at that point. And she was mean and cold the rest of it, so I was always stressed and crying. I only managed to pass by talking to school administration. She almost made me want to quit because I felt like a failure for making that mistake. Even though it was her job to help me learn that technique and to supervise me, she never acknowledges her f- mistakes and never apologize. I am so sorry again. Again, this is a- another situation of that clinical instructor not knowing what she did wrong and she's using again her power her experience to like oh why would you think i would make mistake i have been doing this for a while no we all make mistake even the seasoned nurse of 25 30 years they will make mistake we all will make mistake as a psw as a social worker as a nutritionist as a physical therapist we all make mistakes you know why because we are all human being we are meant to make mistakes And it's fine. It's okay. You can always correct something. But if you make someone feel bad because they made a mistake, then promise me that you're never ever going to make a mistake in your life because I can tell you right now, you probably made more mistake than that student in your life. And here you are thinking that you can just make someone feel bad that way. No, I'm so sorry that you experienced this. But again, just... (laughs) I don't know what to do, but again, your clinical instructor, your clinical preceptor should always be there to not only support you, to guide you, to be there for you because that's what they're getting paid for. They're not getting paid to just supervise and walk around and see if you're doing okay and leave you alone to do it. They're supposed to be there. They're supposed to give you a guiding hand to make sure that you're doing everything right, to always be there and not to just like spy on you and see if you're gonna make mistakes. These are the same nurse in the unit who find people's mistakes so that they can complain something about someone. These are the nurses who eat their youngs. So please, detach yourself from these people, bad people. Next, nurses eating their young. I work in a long-term care home that works with a local college to host students for their clinical and the nurses there are constantly complaining about students and new hires, sometimes all out refusing to work with them all. There were times I was working solo and trying to find people for the two-person and three-person care and they straight up refused to work with me because I was new. One day, I was relaxing with a few of them doing a rare quiet, oh my God, the word, (laughs) yeah, don't say quiet, and they were actually bragging about how the year before i got there they had tried to fight literally fight some of the students who had come before me we are talking about cash me outside how about that (laughs) fight in the parking lot they went out and waited for them oh my god this is literally giving off mean girls in high school this is a definition of the mean girl in high school they would wait for you in the parking lot or after class to fight you This is crazy. And again, what I don't understand, and there are nurses out there who hates students. Like, okay, not all of us like to teach. Not all of us like to have students. And that's totally fine. That is your right. But hating them and making them feel bad and refusing them if there's no other option is not an option for you. If your hospital is a teaching hospital, if your hospital is meant to have students, you know this. As a nurse, you know that your unit gets students, so why expect not to have a student at some point? You will. And if you're not happy, don't be a fucking ass. Weren't you a student once? Weren't you in their position once? Why are you treating students like they don't deserve to be where they are just because you have a license now as a nurse just because you're working now as a nurse weren't you a student before what if i did the same and you're not a nurse anymore because you know why because i told you you don't deserve to be here or i refuse to teach you or to pair up with you i have had work with some nurses who are like that i am telling you the students are suffering and i feel bad so you know what I do? Sometimes I take them away and I quiz them or I give them tips and tricks and stuff like that because I just feel bad for them. They're not learning with this nurse. And what I would do actually is I would come to the, the nursing professor of that clinical group and tell them, Yeah, so um, if you want to pair up your students, I think you would want to pair them up with this, this, and this, and this, because they love students. Again, I don't like talking shit. So I never said, like, don't pair them up with this, this, and this, because they're going to fucking eat them up. But I tell them who are nurses who loves to have students, and they pair them up with them. And you know what? It works out because the students are happy. It's working out well. (sighs) It's just i don't know in every single job there is always going to be a bully there is always going to be that person who is just so negative everywhere and anywhere and you don't understand why they are on the job like why work babe why stay here if you're not happy if you're not happy leave don't make other people leave because you're not happy but it's i don't know what can we do Again, we've all reported stuff. We've all complained about something, but ha- nothing has been done. I'm really, really sorry for the students. I hope they're okay. I hope they don't feel bad. I hope they continued nursing because they deserve to be where they are. Okay, last two, submission. There's a nursing director who was my instructor at the time. Tried to scare me out of nursing program by singling me out by harassing me at clinical. She accused me of being lazy, negligent, and threatened to kick me out of the program. For example, on my first day of OB clinical, so obstetric clinicals, an hour to our clinical, she came to me and asked to give her report on my patient. I told her, Me and my new nurse were just going over the report. She then tells me I'm negligent and that I should be sent home or removed from the program. Mind you, this is one incident. Her harassment got so bad that it was escalated to the director. Turns out this instructor had a record of failing women of color with children. (sighs) She's been reported to the dean and she was never reprimanded or investigated, just promoted to director. Beautiful! What could you expect more? But again, the bullies get the best things in life. I hope she's exposed one day because I couldn't win with the issue I had with her. Thankfully, I pass her out. But she's an evil bee that tribes on women of color with children. Ooh, girl, I have the same, 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 same situation like you just had. So again, in my I'm giving you guys, I'm spilling the tea just for all of you. We've had this nursing professor in theory who for some reason likes to pick out students. This one hates male students, male nursing student. And you know what she does? She makes them cry and she makes them suffer. And I think my whole cohort has reported a lot of times how this nursing professor has been making student cries who have been targeting male students. But guess what? They haven't done nothing. The only thing they have told us is that, yes, we hear you guys and we have talked to her. But guess what? She still goes every single day to teach. And it's crazy. And a year after I left that school, that nursing school, we've heard that she made, she made a student of color cried because she said that she is stupid and she is a monkey. This, it's so bad because this nursing professor is also a woman of color. (laughs) I just cannot. Anyways, so I think at this point, she She got fired. I don't know what's going on. But she was still teaching like two, three years after we left nursing school. And listen, I have seen other students after me who have done like clinicals in my unit who have been in her class and they were telling me that they have reported her too. And it's just so shocking how like every single new cohort are experiencing the same, same thing with her but they are not doing anything towards her action and what she's doing and it's just crazy and it's just like in the hospital where you report a very specific situation and they have not done anything about it they just tell you and reassure you oh yeah we're looking into it and we're doing something so why is this person who's been bullying us who's been harassing us who's been doing all of this thing not out of here why is this person still able to practice and guess what like you said this bullies this people who harass other people just gets promotion like they are thank for what they're doing for making student cry for harassing student for belittling student how and that's just crazy to me and i am so 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 sorry that you went through this and again guys keep reporting, keep complaining until something has happened because at some point something is going to happen and it's going to change. But again, it takes a lot of time because for some reason in the nursing community or the healthcare community, it takes forever for something to happen. Just like us asking for a fair pay, a safe environment to work with, safety for our patient and safety for us, it will take forever for them to ever do something. If they don't see us screaming, if they don't see us like rallying striking they wouldn't do anything because again it's so normalized that we are being treated as slaves that's just how it is right now and if we don't keep complaining and defending ourselves and standing up for our rights we wouldn't get anything so please there is a limit there is a limit for everything you guys and guess what i also have another story so there is this doctor where I used to work, where guess what? Mm, let's just say that this doctor has a problem with being angry, like anger problems, you know, and he has a history of targeting or being mean to nurses. Mm, but guess what? This doctor is so good when it comes, he cares about his patient. And I can tell you, I, can, I will tell you that he's actually a good surgeon Beep, to his patient. But guess what? A lot of us nurses have complained of how this doctor have treated us like shit. Like literal shit. Like you would call the surgeon and you're going to ask question and you're either not listened to, you're belittled for who you are as a nurse. And it happens. It just so happened that there's this one time, I think I told you guys in one of the podcast episodes, but I want to repeat it again because it just is aggravating me to this day. Because that doctor is still there, okay? And still practicing and probably belittling nurses, so I had a like an 85 year old lady she's anxious and she was in a hospital because of I think gastroparesis there she has a condition that's going that's going on for a while now because you know she's an older lady and whatnot. And I think she had like a pancreas surgery or whatnot. Anyway, so the point is she was telling me all the concerns she has. And she loves to talk to me. And we really develop a therapeutic communication. She was telling me all of this stuff. And she told me that none of the resident doctors have ever listened to her concern. So she wants to be listened to and even her daughter was like please john can you please help us like translate to the doctor and tell the doctor all what my mom is saying because sometimes because you know how doctor rounds in the morning at seven or six a.m in the morning before the report starts so I was like, no problem, I will be there. I will tell the doctor all of your mom's concern. So the surgeon comes in with his two uh, resident, I think, junior students. So I came in because I saw the doctor coming in. So my goal was to, if he ever asked anything towards the patient, I would answer it for her because, again, she has a hard time explaining it for herself she gets really anxious and she doesn't have the word and again sometimes the doctor asks the stupidest fucking question so you have to explain it to them and then so i was answering for her every time the surgeon asked her and then so the surgeon after he has done speaking when i've given her all the concerns that she's asking he came out of the room, went to the nursing station, went in the middle with his two junior resident doctors, and guess what he told me? Don't interrupt me when I'm talking to my patients, literally in the most angry tone. My assistant manager was there, and she did not do anything to protect me. My nursing colleague are there, of course, I'm not expecting them to do anything, but I'm expecting my assistant manager to do something about it, but then... She was there. She was literally like two footstep away from him. And then so after, he's like, please don't talk over me when I'm talking to my patient, blah, blah, blah. He said a lot of things. And I was like, "Um, okay. And I was like, trying to explain myself. Oh, I was trying to talk to the patient because the patient is unable to talk. But next time, don't interrupt me and left. And then so I... <laughs> My assistant manager was there writing up the freaking schedule like, okay, you're not gonna do anything about this? And I'm telling you, she has gotten all the complaints about this doctor because I wasn't the first one and that wasn't the first time that this surgeon was rude to nurses, okay? So she knows. And then so I pulled her in the medication room and I was and she's like, oh, my God, what happened? Like, can you tell me what's going on? So I tell her what's going on. And I literally told her I was like, can we please do something about this? Because I know that I wasn't the only one who has complained about this doctor and what he has been doing and nothing is being done. And I'm just so tired about it because there are going to be other new nurses and he treat new nurses shitty so shitty so imagine he treats like seasoned nurses shitty already imagine the new grads and the new grads are just so scared to approach this doctor because of how he is and it's just crazy and we reported the situation and nothing has been done and you know what he actually did one time when he talked down to one of the nurses who i was a good friend with he literally like embarrassed another nurse in front of other professional and you know what he did He did not apologize, but the next day, he brought sushi and just put it in the nursing station as a sorry. (laughs) Fucking man, I swear, some people really needs to go to therapy. I'm sorry if you're a professional, you got all the money in the world, you are so well known for what you're doing, but your character and your personality is shit and you need help. And there are people who needs help, but please... People who are nice, people who are trying, people who are just doing their freaking job, don't infect them. It is not their fault. And they shouldn't be experiencing this. Oh, you guys, that is crazy. Oh my God, I could read all of this nurses eating their young. Not just nurses eating their young, doctors, social worker, physical therapist. And I know we've all have been through this kind of situation. But please, guys, remember to always stand for yourself, complain, and if nothing happens, leave. Don't wait for change to come. Don't wait for the crowd to turn white. It's not gonna happen. If it has been something that is being complained about by many for that specific situation with that specific person and nothing has happened, it will never change. Leave. You can only control what you want to do, your choices. Your biggest choice is to leave that situation and not experience it. Don't let yourself get trauma. Don't let yourself experience more. Leave. And remember, guys, do not let anyone tell you who you are as a person, what you're capable of doing, and just you in general. Don't let them do it. There are people out there who are jealous, envious, who are going through things, and people who are just not ready to get help. And you cannot change that. Okay. You cannot control that. So please help yourself and don't let this happen. And again, put boundaries on in the very beginning don't let anyone sees that they can just step over you don't let anyone feel they have power over you we are all equal don't care if you've worked in that unit for 30 50 years doesn't matter we're both nurses you're earning two more dollars to me but you don't have the right to treat me shit. you don't have the right to act like you're the manager if some people like to micromanage if some people like to act the the manager so tell them why don't you apply for the position if you like to do that and if they tell you i don't want to so stop acting like you're getting paid more than what you should be acting for. Tell them straight up. We're both nurses. We both have the same diploma. We both went to the same, same damn studies. So you don't have the right to tell me what to do or who I am. Nobody, nobody has been in your shoes, baby. Only you. So don't let anyone do that to you. Protect yourself, protect your sanity, and protect your mental and emotional well-being. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I love you guys so much. Thank you for all this submission. And I I'm just happy that I am able to do this for you guys and really give you guys that sense of like validation and comfort and sense of like you belong here, Bessie, and you're not alone. And we're gonna do this together. Thank you guys so much for submitting. And I love you, love you, love you, love you guys so much. And I will see you again on the next episode next week so while you're waiting for that next episode bestie make sure you download all episode and listen to it share it follow the podcast on spotify and apple and make sure you leave us a five-star review i love you so much bestie stay tuned because www.nursejohn.com will be up and hopefully you can shop and get all your merches love you guys so much bye